I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. All right, everybody. Welcome to the boardroom. Bicentennial at this point. Uh, bi-monthly, at least. No. No, I don't know. Whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, it's man. been a good month and change since we put uh, out an yeah. episode. Sorry about that, everyone. But we've had a couple of things going on. We actually recorded an incredible episode uh, with someone that we want to introduce to everybody. But, Steve, how did that go? Um, I dropped the ball, I guess you could say. But being <laughs> that I'm the only one who attempts to pick it up, like, fuck yourself. That's how it went. <laughs> Are we recording now? Because I'm not going to have that happen ever yeah, again yeah, on my so watch. Yes, yeah, so we're recording now. All right, good but to hear, Steve. We, we scrapped the video, so that shouldn't happen again. That was a big part of the issue because, you know, we haven't really invested in the right yeah. video equipment. And no one gives a shit. And, yeah, exactly. No yeah. one gives a shit to watch us, so just listen to it at the yeah. very least. Give us some give us some uh, listening ship, and then we'll get fucking videos going again. Actually, we did have a couple of people hit me up, though, that were like, yo, like, what's up? Like, are you guys done or whatever? So I, uh, there are people listening, but... I got the same thing, trust yeah, me, yeah. Enough of that. I think uh, the last episode we recorded was actually really good, but I think, you know, I, it's, I think it's because of the energy that we have reinvigorated into the show with our, our new addition, yep. uh, Andrew Einhorn. Woo! Andrew. The clap effects. Say hello. The clap effects. Andrew, yeah. give, say hi to the people. Uh, hello, people. Thanks <laughs> and, for having me on board. Andrew, uh, Andrew was kind of like our mentor, I feel like, when we first started <laughs> podcasting and never published an episode like eight years ago. Oh, gosh. Yeah, when we first started this. When we first started no, this, we didn't even know thing. how to fucking hit record. Remember, yeah. you were like, "I work with this guy. Let me ask him." <laughs> he went to school for engineering, radio engineering. Andrew didn't know shit about the board, but Dan didn't. Yeah. Dan didn't he know how to pretend like he did? No, but he figured it out. Yeah. I mean, look, we still don't know shit True. about our recording equipment. So yeah, you did a fine yeah. job. But we're glad to have yeah. you back, Andrew. We decided we, we needed some new energy on the show. Steve and I are fucking bored as shit of each other, and so is yeah. everyone else. So we were like, we need some new energy. So we went back to the guy that we started this with, oddly enough, right? How yeah. it worked out. Yeah. I think we need your... Uh... Welcome back, kid. Thank you. It's good yeah. to be back. Thanks um, for And me. yeah, I mean, we missed an incredible... Thanks to Steve's recording magic. Uh, we missed yes. uh, an incredible moment where I hate to make it all about myself, but I gave Andrew an envelope because something amazing happened. He got married. Let's make it Oh, here, Mazel Tov. Yes, yes, mazel thank Tov, you. Andrew. Did the thank glass you. break so on the first one? Did, did, did the glass break or did it just push over because oh. you no, not enough force? No, no, it broke. Oh. Nice. You got you to gotta stomp with the heel. That's yeah, the it definitely do. Did they, I have a question. What kind of glass did they make you break? Uh, it was a light bulb. I told you. But my yeah, wife made did. sure that it was a very fancy, colorful light bulb so we can preserve yeah. it and do something artsy with it after. Steve's nice. asking you that for a reason because yeah. uh, Steve, give him the history. So, oh, you've got a history? Yeah. So, you stop you know, on some glasses? No. <laughs> so people who listen probably know this by now, but right. you know, I grew up in the catering business. My dad had a catering hall. Okay. I remember one time we had a Jewish wedding in there. Sure. And we used to have like these really thick food service grade like wine glasses. Uh-huh. And... The, the rabbi just didn't think to check, just assumed we knew what we were doing. We're Italian catering hall, so we oh, wrapped no. it in the nap. He already knows where this is going by his face, <laughs> right? And we you know we just wrapped it in the linen like so they could break it, right. and it took the guy like three stomps to fucking break it. Oh, my God. And apparently that's really, really fucking bad luck. It is. Right. Wow. And the rabbi was like, 
in the future, he was a very old, like, you know, he was like, in the future, use a light bulb, you know, like, right. with the fucking accent. And apparently found out, though, like, they sell, like, glass little rods that are, that, that they use it. They do. Yeah. yeah. You can specially order them, but the easiest thing is to it's just, just a light bulb. Because it breaks so it, easily. And it makes that crush sound. Yeah. And that microphone there. It sounds great. And everybody goes, mazel tov at the end. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Gotta do it. That's interesting. You worked with a catering hall? I didn't know No, that. my dad owned Oh, your dad owned it. Yeah, I grew yeah. up in that business. Yeah. yeah. See any interesting, uh, weird events? Oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it as the episodes go on. Any divorces I, on the spot? Uh, no, but my That's uncle did question. walk in on a fucking best man fucking a bride one time. No. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of that shit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we gotta hear I mean, dude, with Staten Island in the 80s and 90s and guineas were our main clientele, you know. But to anyone who's wondering, Andrew, it's obvious, is very green behind the ears in the boardroom weekly because he <laughs> has not listened very clearly Uh-oh. to any of our past episodes, yeah. which is good. No, I think it's good. It's a good thing. Because we wanted him here to breathe fresh life exactly. into it. You can ask those questions where we get a little more in depth because sometimes Steve and I just gloss over things because we know each other for fucking so long. Right. Or, or I could be a hammer on the nail on the coffin. Be careful, guys. Or, or, yeah, or that's true. You know, <laughs> I think we, we can use your uh, Jewish wit, though. I think yeah. you're... You know, I think we yes. need that injection. We're, that's you guys were lacking that. You yeah, were lacking we definitely that. were. Yeah. And as an ex-Catholic <laughs> and an ex-former Muslim, sort of. <laughs> and if you think you're ever going to make it in this world without a Jewish person on your side, come on. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. I need right. you by me, Andrew. We really got you here because no, it's coming right, up on I'll, tax I, season. I'll, I'll be your agent. <laughs> but, but how do you feel, man? You're married, dude. Come on. It feels great. It feels amazing. Yeah. No, I, I'm feel like the luckiest guy in the world. I have a beautiful Aww. wife and nice. beautiful uh, marriage. And yeah, dude, she's really not going to listen. You know what, man? I give him props. I'm not married yet as everyone knows and this is the first the first time i think i've heard from a married person anything of optimism oh <laughs> like, stop what do you mean oh stop that's the first time first of all he's new he just started <laughs> that, that, what you just but, said sums up my whole point well, aside, from that, aside from that it's fine of course you feel that way dude that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah no till yeah. the end yeah, for sure. Forever. Is it like how do you feel? You've been married for like a thousand years, right? Dude, it's forever. forever. That's how he feels. <laughs> forever. No, dude, it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's a great life to choose if you decide to. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a crazy fucking I wish we did have video for this episode. Now, so that's no, it's kids are great. Don just made the best face. No, kids are great, but I also understand. Kids are great, but we were just having this conversation, my wife and I actually tonight. <laughs> she about, she hates being married to? No, no, no. Not even, that, not even that part of it, but just more like bringing kids into this crazy fucking world that they're going to have to deal with. You, you just made the most paradoxical statement about parenthood. Why? Kids are great. Love having kids, bringing them into this crazy fucking world that they're going to have to deal with. Why is it paradoxical? It's just like it's, you like, love it. You, you love it. Yeah. You're admitting that it's a shit world you're bringing them into, yeah, but no. you love Wait, it. Wait, did I say I'm not, did I say parents, some parent, becoming a parent cannot be a selfish thing because it's obviously me just looking for another opportunity to just, you know, leave my mark on the world. So well, yeah, they, that's they interesting. They keep you. It is a little selfish in a weird way. They continue you. When you're All right, Steve, you happy now, you son of a bitch? Is that what you wanted? No. no. But, okay. No, it's that a real thing. No, I feel and like. what's it like being a dad? Uh, no, dude, it's awesome. Yeah. To watch your kids grow like as they learn little things, the way they learn things, it's awesome. Is that a fucking airplane behind us? No, they're vacuuming oh, in the gotcha. Regis office. But, yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't even know. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's great, dude. It's The life you're choosing is fine. But just like anything in life, dude, if you choose the life of fucking, I'm not saying you're doing this, Steve, because I know you love kids, but if you choose the life of, I just want to fucking be single, I want to be Bill Maher, you know, new rules. No, like, I definitely want to have kids. I I know for a fact I want to have kids more than I want to get married. Like, marriage is what I'm willing to tolerate to have the kids. 
if that makes sense. Um, but no, but I mean, listen, if it's the right person, I have no problem sharing my life with them and shit. You're like my Mexican friends that I grew up with. It's like they all... You didn't grow up with Mexican friends. I grew up with Frio Burrow. Oh, uh, true. I'm thinking Brooklyn. <laughs> no, Frio okay. Burrow. Oh, sorry. No, when I moved to Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, it was in Frio Burrow. Um, they all got their high school sweethearts pregnant with kids and then got married like... Like senior year? Like No, like last yeah. like last year as adults. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. no, no, like, yeah, yeah, but it's fine. No, my cousin got married when his son was like four or five. Yeah, it's To fine. his baby's mama. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just pe- people... It's crazy. People prioritize things in different ways in different cultures. Like, Dude, like, honestly, it's getting less and less common. One of my good yeah, friends, who, too. who you know, she's, you know, engaged for like a couple of years. They planned and had a kid who's a year and a half old now, and now they're just getting married. Very small thing in their house, you know. Yeah. And That's like, f- they could afford a massive wedding if they wanted to, but they're just like, nah, what's the point? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, I feel like it's getting more and more common with uh, with our generation. I feel like COVID also made it easier, like as an out for a lot of people. Like, oh, I don't have to have the wedding, the big wedding now, or I don't have to invite all my cousins right. anymore. I, I want to have that. a big wedding. Like, yeah. you like that? Yeah, dude. Is your catering hall guy? That's why. Not even yeah. that. Like, you know, cult, dude, who doesn't love a fucking big wedding? Stop. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, have you ever been in a wedding? What do you mean? Oh, like uh, one of the yeah. main people like in a one groomsman? No, no, no. You, you, do me a favor. Talk to me after no. your brother's wedding. You're gonna sing a different tune. You're Why? gonna have a fucking blast. But, but he's, not, he's not having a big catering hall wedding like that. I thought he was getting married at Corona, Corona Farms. Farms. Yeah. Oh, oh that's get, a beautiful venue. Oh, you've been, you've seen oh, well, it. Well, you looked at yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I guess. I mean, it's not like yours, but you know. Uh, no, but it's like no. That's what I'm saying. That's you like, had a very guinea wedding. That's what I heard. I wasn't. Yeah, I know. I know. I didn't know you like that at the time. Who are you again? Which one? I think you knew me enough to invite me. I mean, not. We weren't like tight like we are now, but yeah. You know. I'm not. Uh-oh. I'm not going to disagree with you on that, Steve, honestly. But you know how it is with uh, my culture. No, I had 350 I people at my wedding. 300 of them were like family members. Wow. That were owed an invitation because they invited us. That's how we do things. Yep. We do shit the same way. Yeah, same. Yeah. It works that way, too. Really? Do you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. You invite us, we got to invite you back. Or vice yeah, versa. Yeah. I guess it's cool. Do you guys, do you guys keep the, the ledger book with who gave you what? Yeah, or my parents. No, I know do you that. do that. No, you guys I, are the same I as think games. everybody yeah. does. Yeah. 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 I love Sebastian Maniscalco's skit on that. Yeah, I wish I could tolerate him for more than five minutes. You know what? I, I don't I'm like getting. Sebastian more and more i'm starting to tolerate him more and more you're starting to tolerate him more and more yeah a wow. little bit a little bit not too much it's too, too he's too much dude he's too he much does, in one dose like with the hand movements too much and the, one dose hand. <laughs> i love i love this bit about the uh, passover seder where his wife is jewish and he's not and he's like uh, let the italians come and cater the passover seder yeah, he goes great. i need bread yeah you know, i'm sitting <laughs> down i need something we got get. some reading material what's going on i hate the chicago accent though too that's the other uh, thing i just uh, everything it's those whole you know, package you know what's funny this may be arrogant because of where i'm from but when i hear guineas with an accent that's other than new york i look at them as fake it's you like, hear? oh, you're, oh, you're less of yeah. an Italian because you're not from New York. In reality, every major city has its own Italian enclave. Probably why I have a bias for, for fucking not liking Casino. It might be, to be honest <laughs> with you. Out here, they got that pink veal. You could pound it forever. It'll never get tender. <laughs> uh, I mentioned Bill Maher earlier. How was he, dude? Yeah. Oh, it was great. You Actually, to see him, right? Yeah, I saw him at Hulu Theater at MSG a couple oh, weekends ago. Wow. Oh. 
Um, was it a good Steve or was it just good? Did he push his agenda of what he thinks is right and you should agree with? Yeah. Did he bully his guests as he normally does? No, no, it was stand up. Oh, You're getting up. it, Andrew. Okay. Um, you're a dick because you love Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, it, it was I love his show format and his show forever. No, it was a, it was a really good stand up. It was better than I thought it would be, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect it to be great going in. I just wanted to see him because, you know, it was kind of like a bucket list thing, mm-hmm. but it was really good. But I got a funny story of what happened to me there. So. You know, in New York now, weed is pretty much legal. Like, they don't have dispensaries right. and shops set up, but cops don't give a fuck. So, um, I brought a joint with me, and I was yeah. like, because I went with my cousins, and we were going to go eat first. And I'm like, all right, I'll smoke the joint on the way to walk down to the garden. Whoa. So, right. So, we're at at the restaurant eating. We're done, and my cousin pulled out three edibles. Oh, okay. He was a, little diff- a little different than a joint. A little different. Right. So, he's <laughs> like, you know, you guys want to pop some edibles? So, me, him, my one cousin took him. My other cousin, yeah, he doesn't really smoke, so we didn't yeah. think to ask him. He got offended at that afterwards, apparently. But uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. So... But, you know, so I'm like, all right, so we popped it. It wasn't heavy. It was like three and a half milligrams. It got me nice, all right? So we get to the garden, and, you know, they have, like, the metal detectors set up with the, like, the fucking trays you put all the shit from your pocket in, you know, it goes through. Now, it's NYPD, not security guards. Right. So I put all the shit from my pockets with the joint in there, not thinking about it, and it was no big deal. I get through. The cop hands me back all my shit, including <laughs> the joint. I'm so fucking baked from the edible. I looked at I'm putting everything back in my pocket. I see the joint. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to get rid of this before another cop sees it. <laughs> And I went and threw the fucking joint out in the garbage. Oh, and my God. cousin's like, bro, what the fuck did you just do? I'm like, I didn't want another cop to see it. He's like, the cop just fucking gave it back to you. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking gone, bro. Oh, <laughs> this is no. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's, they don't care anymore. No, but no, but it's just, it's that paranoia of from course. the edible and right. years of just like being conditioned. Of course. Like, the, oh, fuck, don't get caught with this. Because con- I've been arrested for smoking weed before when I was 16. So. The conditioning is serious, dude. Yeah, absolutely. No, for real. But that's hilarious, though. To get it, that, for that to happen, like, there's a lot of people that grew up in the '90s and 2000s that would be like, "Wow, that happened to you?" Where, dude, you get tossed against the wall and get slammed. The, the, I mean, I got arrested at 16, like legit arrested. Like me and my boys were taken in, handcuffed, taken to the police station. We had oh, to go through man. a whole fucking court thing. Oh, I was on probation for like six months. I had to go to rehab, outpatient rehab. Oh shit! It was like they put me in a diversion program. Like I had hard drugs. Oh like, my I had to go God. to outpatient rehab, uh, piss tests, and group therapy twice a week. I had to go to this thing called Project Pride, which is like scared straight almost, but except it was one day in the court house with a prisoner not a jail my My guy's name was michael and he was convicted of selling heroin in new brunswick as he put it to to me (laughs) and i was like i just don't see the comparison at all i'm a fucking kid from the suburbs of east brunswick who likes to smoke weed um but yeah and uh what else i had to write a letter of apology to my parents and read it in front of the court and i had to write an essay for the court describing what i learned before the whole you know through the whole ordeal and then it was discharged but me, the smart ass I was, I went up there and my essay was about countries that had legal marijuana, how they thrived better off. Wow. Right? And my letter of apology to my parents that I had to read right after that was apologizing for not fully understanding the draconian laws of our state wow. <laughs> before partaking in smoking weed. Dude, nice. the, the the head of this committee, because it wasn't a judge, it was like a commit like you know, like an arbitration committee type thing. This guy had a look like he wanted to fucking choke me out, dude. He had no <laughs> idea. Yeah. My mother was so embarrassed because she had no idea what I was going to say either. But oh my god! Yeah, but fuck them, dude. Because honestly, it was all true. 
and now yeah. it's legal. Yeah, exactly. Now it's legal. What a waste. Now, now my record got expunged. So fuck it. That's fucking hilarious. That's a skit right there. Getting that into, into that situation yeah. right there. Who knows? I could have gone into the air force if it wasn't for that arrest. You know, but oh yeah, you were thinking the military. No, no I'm being oh. facetious. No, he wasn't. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Andrew. I was 300 pounds at 18. I wasn't getting into the air force. <laughs> <laughs> he was held back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, he was held back from that dream. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, you know. Plus, at that point, my plan was to start the sixth mafia family in New York. So, really? Well, you, I mean, you, not you, legitimately, but you know. Know. well, you were telling us last time you've got some uh, interesting familial connections, right? With oh, the, yeah. more evidence. Right. Andrew's never listened to, to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fussing balls in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I grew up in the uh, the restaurant business in Staten Island. It's uh, inevitable that you're going to be connected somehow. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I mean, if not, you have to be friendly with certain people. You're gonna get shaken down and run out of business. No, hundred percent. That's how it works. Yeah. Are restaurants like forced to participate in it, or they just choose? To I mean, I don't know how it? things are now. Like an Italian place, then it's just that's just who was in that business in that time and place. I don't, you know. What about nowadays, though? I don't know. I haven't been in that fucking business since 2005. Dude. No, I know. What I'm saying is, like, nowadays, like, I imagine, like... I'm sure it's a grip. There's a little bit I'm of a sure grip. I'm sure there's a bit of a grip, but, I mean, yeah. the other thing, too, is, especially in a place like Staten Island, don't forget, but when we got out in 2005, there were no, like, chain restaurants, really, on Staten Island. I mean, there was, yeah. like, an Applebee's here or there. That's true. Places <laughs> like that. Like, there was no, like, Carabas or fucking Olive Garden. Now you have all that shit. They didn't even have, like, mom-and-pop Mexican restaurants for the most part. Like, they didn't have, like, much of anything, really. No, on the North Shore there was like by the ferry and shit. There was a lot of bodegas that served. No, like, not even bodegas. I'm talking there. about like I'm talking about like uh, fuck. I forgot the name of the newer one is, but there's like higher end Mexican restaurants. You know what I mean? Like how we have like Jose Teos. Well, yeah, shit no, like I that. mean they come to us for it. You know, they had one called Chevy's. Yeah, Guineas <laughs> love Jose Tejas. By the way, oh, Staten, Staten Island. Island people, all, yeah. Me and my cousin had this conversation. My other cousin, who just moved here from Staten Island like two, three years ago, and he doesn't get why it's so. Like, what do you mean? Like, why is that so Staten Island to me? I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's so Staten. Because you know, he recommended we go to Jose Tejas, and me and my of other course. cousin were like, all right, bro, like you're off Staten Island, get over it. So like, well, I don't understand what's that? What's so Staten Island? He doesn't know Jose that? Tejas. That whole fucking island is the reason why you can't get a table at Jose Tejas under an hour <laughs> exactly, ever. Exactly. Whole pe- fucking people island. from Jose Tejas, yeah. people from Staten Island, rather, they they're they're you know they have a warped sense of Jersey. They think Jersey's like a neighborhood. Like yeah, you talk to yeah. someone from Staten Island, and it's like, yeah, you oh, oh, you live in Jersey? Oh, what part? Oh, East Brunswick? Oh, you might know my cousin Billy lives in Cherry Hill. I'm like, oh yeah, Billy from Cherry Hill. <laughs> yeah. I see him at the meetings every day. Like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're absurd. They're they're whole perception of how new jersey operates is ridiculous i i can't knock that because i have that with california for a while there i thought la and like san san francisco were like an hour apart what when you were like 18 <laughs> have you ever seen a fucking map yeah. <laughs> you, california yeah. goes from north to south fucking, bro. fucking six hour car ride. i was like what the hell no to be fair i also felt that way about california like, right California is the entire coast. Right. It's not yeah. just like like the way we Long think huge. of like going from New York to New Jersey is not. It's more like going from like New Jersey to Florida. Yeah, yeah. is like California. Yeah, no, you're right. It's a good point. <laughs> it's massive. It's a good point. Well, no, I used to go there more often for work before the pandemic. Uh, my Uber driver in San Diego, he lived in Tijuana and Ubered across the border every day into San Diego. Welcome. Damn. While going to school, you know why? Why? Because he was paying 150 bucks a month in rent to live. What, was he an American citizen or Mexican? He was an American citizen. Yeah. Oh, so he was living in Tijuana, yeah, and working in in San Diego. But you know, it's kind of like think about how common that would be. Well, Tijuana, Tijuana is rough. 
Do you ever listen to Bobby Lee's podcast? No, no, he's, talking about. he's got some funny stories about going to Tijuana because he used to live in San Diego. So like that was like the thing they you know like of we course. used to go to Atlantic City. Right, their thing was going to Tijuana. Like it's like a t- ten minute, fifteen minute car ride. What they told me yeah. from certain parts of San and, Diego, crazy. And, and the shit that you know you can get away with there, you know. But uh, yeah, I it's, I'll send you some links. But you know, so crazy stories about fucking you know going to find hookers and getting robbed at knife point, <laughs> and then going to complain to the cops, and the cops were in on it with the fucking criminals, and the cops wound up shaking him down, and, like because he ran away from the fucking thugs and like this crazy shit, then. Oh, man. One of my favorite, like, you're talking about Mexican police, one of my favorite movie scenes are Mexican cop. Did you ever see Where the Millers? No. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what I'm talking about with Luis Guzman? Yeah. yeah. He's fucking great. great. I'm, uh, how you say, a man who enjoys the company of other men. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Luis Guzman is fucking hysterical. Oh, he's He's great. one of my favorites. He's great in waiting. Oh, <laughs> dude, me and my, me and my boy, uh, Paco, you know him. Like, I met him, yeah. yeah, we always talk about, we always quote uh, our nickname for each other is Paper. Because, like, <laughs> remember in Waiting when he's like swinging the bat wing, he yeah. goes, and you grab your paper nuts. Too. He goes, you pull it tight like Paper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, like, waiting is, you worked in that environment. How, yeah, how, how, like, authentic waiting's is that? Waiting's fucking, like, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen anyone, like, fucking scratch dandruff on purpose. No, okay. play. Yeah, that movie taught me never send your food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, they, I've seen people fuck with food, but. Like, what do they do? I mean, just stupid shit. Like, you know, I don't know. But, um. Like what? I don't know. But hold on. I want to make sure we're still recording. Like, put it on the wall. Like, step on it. Rub some lice on it. Yeah, we're still recording. Um. No, I mean, I don't know. Like, nothing that crazy. (laughs) Um, but. You know, like maybe, you know, they drop it on the floor and don't, you know, and just put it back in the plate, like stupid yeah. shit. But the thing is, too, I always worked in my dad's places, so people wouldn't do that shit in front of me because, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. They'd hide it from you, if anything. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, if they, if the boss's son saw them doing that, it would, I'd Be obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. But, yeah, it's a great movie. Did you ever see uh, Luis Guzman in uh, How to Make It in America? Uh, I watched that show briefly, but my brother so, was more into that. Oh, man. That's such a great show. You when he's, talk, he's talking about this energy drink he's trying to push called Rasta Monster. He's <laughs> describing it's all the bodega owners. He's trying to get room on the shelf. And he's like, Rasta Monster. He's like, it's like fruit punch, pero spicy. <laughs> dude, he's he's fucking dude. hysterical, yeah. Oh, man. What else is going on in this crazy ass fucking world, guys? Nothing. Thanksgiving just passed. How was that? Yeah, I was about was to it? ask. Talk to me about your review. Um, my review. Of you're your high Thanksgiving. as fuck right now, dude. No, no, no. You're looking. I'm looking directly I'm, at you, I'm, like I'm, nodding. I'm off. hot as fuck right now. I'm sweating my ass off. I'm trying hard to hold it together. But these headphones right now, if I were to remove them, they'd stick to me. They don't do air conditioning in this building, do they? No, they turn it off after a while. At night, actually, that's so, the problem. After hours. Take your shirt I'm, off. I, I was about to do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Give us all chubbies. Tell me about your. Tell me about your Thanksgiving, Steve. Um, no, nothing. Just I uh, did my mom's house and went to my uncle's for dessert. Any uh, uh, any unusual dishes or unique dishes? Unusual for for me, no. Yeah. But for what you probably eat, yeah. You know, Italian pasta. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of mad for the person that grew up in the neighborhoods that I grew up in. I never like went to an Italian Christmas do. Like I want to do like that. What do you guys do? Like fucking, come to my mother's. <gasps> yeah. Like twenty days of fish. No, uh, no. Christmas is one two days. Oh, sorry. So this year. I get to go to my wife's, uh, well, now my grandparents' house for Christmas, okay. and they're doing the seven fishes. She's Italian? Yeah. 
Nice. And she's from Staten Island, so oh, totally real fucking gizzo. It's gonna be so authentic. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Christmas Eve, you're doing that, yeah. not Christmas Day. So yeah. what is the seventh? Because Christmas Eve is the real holiday for yeah. Guineas and Puerto Ricans do I think do it too. So what's the seven fish thing? What is it exactly? There's seven different types of fish. It has to be a specific type or no? No. Just seven different kinds of sea. I mean, is it like real, real traditional shit. I think right. they have certain types, but people today don't do that because it's like the na- traditionally it's like the nasty fishes. They would put like sardines on the fucking table. Uh, shit that you would get in the real back home, right? That's the yeah. Stuff I, I forget. So there's two versions of it. There's seven fishes and thirteen fishes. I've heard. Like, wow. But I don't like, and I don't. I've never seen anyone here do the th- do thirteen. That's for the Even when we were families. in the catering. No, no. Even when we were in the catering business, it was always seven. The reason you do seven is supposed supposed to represent the seven sacraments oh okay. you know but um yeah so it's like uh you know but you know we'll do normal shit we do like fried shrimp galamad and like a crab sauce mussels stuffed clams shit like that but if you would come to my mother's house well you're not gonna be around but yeah. come to my mother's house yeah want, yeah bring yeah. bring you your get, wife and the kids and you gonna do a whole thing I mean, we, we'll probably thing? get it catered but oh, i mean okay. yeah i mean usually you know we'll do it um you know i think another friend of ours is gonna be there too is that a common thing to get it catered or like is that more the new new school? I grew thing up in the catering business, so it's like you know we always fucking catered, for, especially for that holiday. Oh, I got gotcha. you. It is. I mean, it's it's not uncommon. I mean, dude, that was our busiest day of the year. We would do like 50, 60 orders that night. Damn. Oh wow! On Christmas Eve, yeah. Do you guys go big on Christmas? You got a big family that comes over. So I mean, lately, you know, like since my dad passed away, it's a little different because like the like my mom doesn't mingle as much with my dad's family, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not gonna leave her alone on Christmas. But like back in the day, we would have sometimes 25, 30 people in my house. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember one year one of my neighbors, kid I used to chill with, Puerto Rican, came over to my house and like he he thought there was like that like he came to I'm like yo come on in he's like looks apprehensive he's like is that like what's going on is it all right like he thought like my family was fighting in the back Uh, I'm like no it's just (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just how we are like don't worry about it things again like but but like things are actually tense like with the way that they're yelling at each other I mean (laughs) tense for outsiders you know what I mean like. You know, but I know yeah. but I made a nice antipasta on Thanksgiving. It's fucking great. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, you know, but other than that, we had traditional Thanksgiving food. Yeah. My grandmother used to make like uh, you know, not lasagna. That's a very traditional Italian thing I for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of lasagna. Period. But wow. my grandmother used to either do like Montegorta stuffed shells, something something similar, but. You know, but uh, wait, why would you like lasagna, dude? It's such not a, that I don't like it. It's just oh, okay. like whatever. I think it's very overrated. I think it's one of the worst. Things I've, I've actually never met an Italian person who's like, oh my god, lasagna is fucking great. That's like something that how like white Americans think Italians are. Is that American like, Italian? No, I think no, I think they make it it's overseas. Over but like it's people non like regular white Americans think like Italians hold it in a higher regard. Like nah. it's the first thing. Like if you meet some jerk off from Wisconsin and he finds out you're <laughs> Italian, like oh, like a big grandmother's lasagna is great. I'm like, no, nah, actually, I don't even remember my grandmother ever making fucking lasagna. But ask me about her macaroni and peas. It was fucking on point. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually, it's a great question for you. I've been wanting to ask you. Isn't it not one of the worst things to order at a restaurant? Because like they make it like a day of the week, lasagna? and it's there until it's done. Yeah. No, I mean, like, what if you're on day three of the lasagna tray? You know what I, I don't, mean? I, it might not be bad to be honest with you. There are some things that just get better when they're a little older. Something to that. I mean, but dude, you're talking about regatta and fucking like pasta. How, how bad is it going to go? You know what I mean? Like, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So you're saying it's at the end of the day. And honestly, they're probably not making it ahead of time because most restaurants don't sell enough. So they're just going to throw together a couple of quick layers and throw it under a fucking broiler. That's the other thing. It's not hard to make. 
People think it's so hard to make. You boil a couple of fucking noodles. <laughs> they may have the pasta parboiled. And right. then, you know, they're just going to mix together the fucking regard with egg, garlic powder, maybe sausage. I didn't realize if they could do that made to order lasagna. I always thought they just made a giant tray of it and let it last till it's fucking done. No. There's just certain things I wouldn't order in a restaurant, though, period. Yeah, that's one of them, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. How about you, Don? What do you do for uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, I just went to my parents. I was in charge of the mac and cheese. I didn't fuck that up, I don't think. It was good enough. I have a really odd recipe, though, that I don't think I want to talk about because I'll get mocked Why? for it. Why? Why? Because it's not a stereotypical recipe where, you know, roux is required. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. I don't methods. do that either. You want me to tell you what I used? Yeah. Velveeta? No, I did actually, mm. but that was just a novelty. I didn't have to. I just did it because I like it. Do you like five yeah. cheeses or something? No, uh, no, but uh, cottage cheese oh. and sour cream. Like uh, two of the two of the main binding ingredients. Mm, you lost me at sour cream too. I knew it. No, you I lost me at cottage cheese. <laughs> oh, I can Dude. see cottage cheese being good. Think about it. Don't pound the Sorry, table. Think about it though. No, cottage okay. cheese is grainy as shit. So you, I love cottage cheese on its own. Oh, do you? I love it. I eat oh. it all the time. Well, that's the thing. You, this is like a cheese curd. It's like a curd. It utilizes like a curd for you to just mash in there and kind of keep as a binding agent. I wish my face well, was dude. on camera right now. I'm so I, disgusted. First of all, first of all, Andrew, you wouldn't know this because you don't listen. But chicken, <laughs> what is that supposed chicken to Chicken cutlets and ketchup. Shut the fuck Veal up. Veal cutlets Steve. and ketchup. Whatever. Wait, and ketchup? Tell the sick that's, fuck. That's the name of our first episode. What? The, the sick fuck over here, Andrew. The, oh, chicken cutlets, cutlets and ketchup? Yeah, put ketchup on chicken cutlets. Oh, my God. And he's Italian. And you're Italian. Disgusting. What does that mean? <laughs> you don't have marinara or like no, vodka sauce no. or something? Vodka, vodka sauce is the most American fucking guinea thing ever. I love vodka sauce. So do I, but that's, that's like that's like American. No, dude, let I'll me take t- a shower in Bro, that. I don't care. I love ketchup on chicken cutlets and veal cutlets. I'll eat oh, that all fucking disgusting, isn't he, Andrew? I can't. So I can't. right, yeah, whatever. This guy puts sour uh, fucking cottage cheese in his mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's, do that. that's disgusting. <laughs> My line in the sand is mayonnaise. Yeah. When people put I like mayonnaise, oh, see, I can't. In what though? In what though? Yeah, or anything. anything. Oh, oh really? Oh, Ma- mayonnaise is fucking like amazing. I'm like a sub. I've I've like watched. So my wife's grandmother is very into mayonnaise, and she'll just put it on everything. There was one time she put it on a sandwich, and yeah. she just licked it like an ice cream uh, pop. I'll tell you one. And of those, I couldn't. I just that's not even that bad. That's funny because a lot of old school Italians don't eat that shit. I'll yeah. tell you one of the most foul things I've ever seen. I don't comprehend a human being that needs to do this. It's like, what made you think that would be good? But I saw a person, while eating a slice of pizza, whip out a spoon with a jar of mayonnaise and pr- proceed to put mayonnaise on that slice of pizza. What? That's disgusting. Mayonnaise they should be shot pizza? on site. They yeah. should be executed Why would you site? do that, dude? I don't understand. Why would you no. add mayonnaise to pizza? I mean, I, I agree with you, but also, like, do people put pineapple on pizza? I feel the same about barbecue yeah, chicken true. pizza or ranch fucking dressing on pizza. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Trailer Park Trash and Me loves ranch. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's, pretty good. that's so white. On pizza? Stop. It's not pretty good. It's gross. Whatever, man. Ugh. Uh, ranch and wings is better than blue cheese. Fuck out of here. Right. I'll yeah. agree with blue that. Blue cheese or wings yeah? are fucking yeah. I appreciate you, Andrew. Yeah, and no, I'll do ranch with like mm-hmm. buffalo Let's wings. Let's call Joey Diaz up on that one. I appreciate Blue you, cheese Andrew. or wings are go fuck your mother, as he says. <laughs> oh, man. That's probably Joe Rogan's loudest fake laugh ever. What? When uh, Joey Diaz says, blue cheese or wings are go fuck your mother. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, he's on another level. Joey Diaz? No, no, no. Joe Rogan. Yeah. No, no. I, 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 he's losing me. But it's okay. We don't want to talk about losing, that. Losing, not lost? No. Interesting. We'll right. save that for another one. <laughs> we'll save it for another yeah, one. We'll save we'll it for another, save for another time. Are we going to Are we gonna be on a weekly cadence now, though? I, just, I don't know. Guys, can we keep it weekly? Guys, 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 Andrew? I would love to. Uh, good. <laughs> good. The people want more. You the know people I mean? need more. 
Yeah. We're going to have to get our album cover redone again to have Andrew included. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, we, oh, we have, oh, we have, sorry, we have the brick wall. wall. Yeah, we got to figure something else out. I mean, I don't love that. We could love, oh, really? You're kind of bored of it already? Yeah. We'll right. figure it out. Let's talk about the podcast issues off the podcast. <laughs> what was that? Uh, my Kramer. Uh, mm. oh. I've been watching Seinfeld like crazy lately since oh. it came on Netflix. Dude, okay. Something I've been wanting to talk about. I have it on my fucking notes. I'm over here looking for something to talk about. Dude, thank you for bringing up Seinfeld. I just want to mention something that I can't believe is the case. First of all, I've been on a huge curb binge. Aside from the new episodes, I started rewatching from episode six uh, when the blacks. Season six. I mean. Season six, rather. I'm hey. sorry. Season six, rather. Right. One of my favorite lines is from that season. Which one? When Loretta and the grandmother finally leave after mm-hmm. Loretta leaves Larry when they were dating. That's later, though. But yeah, right, right. That's and, season seven. And Leon, yeah. you, you would assume at that point Leon's going to leave, too. I ain't going to. And no, Leon comes up there, comes and he's got the Chinese food and he's carrying it. Now, he only lived there because Larry was yeah. fucking Vivica Fox. But, but, but I, no, 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 false, false. Uh, they remember they adopted a family from New Orleans. That was the family, but right, but uh, but Leon wasn't part of the family. He was the brother. Leon was a brother who lived in L.A. and came to live. With I so what's false about what I said? Um, you said because he was fucking Vivica Fox. Right, that's and not then, what he's doing. Yeah, at the time. afterwards, no, afterwards he wound yeah. up when Cheryl left. Right, he wound up in a relationship with Vivica Fox. Right, and then yeah. the family continued to live there. Yes. Right, because that whole Katrina thing was over. Yep. The house was ready. Yeah, and they didn't go back. And then Vivica and Larry get into a fight. And she says, fuck you, leaves, takes the kids, the grandmother. And Leon comes walking up with the Chinese food. And Larry's like, huh. He looks at Leon. He goes, she left. And he's like, huh. He's like, so what are you going to do? He goes, about to go in my room, eat this motherfucking Chinese food. (laughs) And just walks in the house. And he's been with Larry ever since. since. Ever since. Dude, he's a great great addition, though. He's a great foil. He's a great foil. He's, He's Larry, but like... The version that Leon is of Larry, if that makes sense. The way they think on the show, I'm saying on the show. Oh, yeah. Like the way that they go back and forth. That's yeah. why that's why Larry keep like you, loves to have him around. You watch it, right, Andrew? You don't watch Curb? Are we, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Curb. I'm lost. We're talking about Curb, Curb or Curb. Seinfeld? Curb, Curb, I watch a little. Seinfeld, uh, I'm completely lost on. Really? You don't watch oh, Seinfeld? Man. No, no. I do enjoy Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, Andrew, Larry you got to watch Seinfeld. You would love Seinfeld. I feel like you, it's right oh, out. you'd love Seinfeld. I actually don't have the patience for... <laughs> really? You Why? find Jerry annoying? I do. I find him very... Uh, yeah, Whoa, I do what too. What does Jew on Jew hate? <laughs> I do too. There can only be one, <laughs> and his name is Mel Brooks. No, I find Jerry Seinfeld extremely annoying too, but I don't watch for him. George is like my favorite. Oh, George Costanza. Yeah, yeah. George is your go-to. Oh, dude, yeah. George is that show, man. Come on. Uh, I watch, dude. I watch for the whole thing. Come on, no, Jerry's a yeah, part of, of course, it too. But like he is, like but. Jerry in the Rolling Roaster episode, he takes it. He's great in that. Kenny Rogers roaster. Kenny Rogers. I keep fucking doing that. I always do because you're from Brooklyn. Because I'm from Brooklyn. I always say uh, Rolling Roaster. The Kenny but, uh, Rogers roaster. Oh, do you Stop know Rolling Roaster? Pounding the table. Huh? You know Rolling Roaster? Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. Like, you yeah. know Rolling Roaster? Hell yeah. From yeah, where? My whole family's from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. From Sheepshead Bay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Makes um, good sandwiches. Rolling roast. You know Brennan and Carr. It's another great roast beef. No, it's right around right the corner, but they do they dip in au jour. So I heard I Rolling Roaster tried to make a sequel and it failed. Did you hear about? I don't this? know about oh, like sequel. Years ago. Though they did have one actually. Oh, that's so funny. I forget. Andrew, look at you. What do you mean sequel? I'll tell you. Back in my club days, oh, there when we I used go. to go to clubs across the street from Webster Hall for a couple of years or maybe a mm-hmm. year. Well, no, Rolling Roaster franchise. There was a Rolling Roaster. There yeah. was one on Staten Island. There was Crazy. a couple in Jersey for yeah. a while. Yeah. So they've been, yeah, they, they spread out, but I think they, they all shut down, right? It's only the one in Brooklyn now. Uh, Rolling Roaster reminds me of Big Ed's in that, like, Big Ed's is amazing. Yeah. And every time they've tried to expand, it just 
Yeah. That just didn't work. I don't know. I think Big Ed's a little overrated. I, I agree. I went to Big Ed's one time just to see what it's all about. Uh, it wasn't that great. Oh, yeah. my God. I can love inhale it? their breads like right, we'll water. Oh, the bread? Yeah. Tell about their ribs. The little garlic breads? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know what's funny, though? That's That proves my point. Right, it's a right. barbecue spot, and you're talking about going there for the garlic, <laughs> garlic bread. bread. I mean, oh, their barbecue's great, too, but... No, no, no. Like, yeah, um, you can't walk that one back. Well, let's bring this back on track to fucking Larry David, where I was going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, glad you mentioned Seinfeld. Larry David, dude. And I would love to hear your opinion on if you agree with me, both of you guys. Um, what if I don't agree with you? You still want to hear my opinion? No, I actually wanted yeah. you to shove it up your ass. Right, actually, no actually, for sake of a show, since we have someone else, shove it up Andrew's ass <laughs> while masturbating just, in a Dixie cup. Just turn that uh, son bitch oh sideways. Picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so that's a really vivid picture. Dude, dude first masturbating it with Dixie cup. Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't know that's from? No, it's from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, and the security oh. guard says, "You jerk him off." And some, I forget. He says something about Dixie Cup. But anyway, um, Curb has been on for almost twenty years now. If you include the break, over twenty years. Over twenty years. It started nineteen ninety nine. Was the first special. And let me finish. Photo. Crazy, right? Well, that was that one. I haven't watched that yet. That one special that introduced. It's called Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. So that happened, and do you know that that happened the same pretty much year or maybe a year later that Seinfeld ended. Yeah, 99 was that he, special. Well, that he makes went, sense. He went right into it. Dude, I didn't realize that. I obviously didn't watch Curb uh, when it started from the beginning. But, like, why? Why? Like, I feel like uh, that kind of gets missed a lot. That that Larry David, dude, for the last 30 years. Yeah. Well, I would say, I think, I think hey, he also played Bernie Sanders, okay? Uh, right, that's true, too. <laughs> I, I think he's, he's made a couple of movies here and there, too. That's true, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. I think he's, he's arguably. Well, he definitely is arguably one of the greatest comedy writers of all time, but I think like, you can make a strong case that like he conclusively is because if you look at all the seasons of Seinfeld, I know he was only involved for like five or six seasons, but you have five or six seasons of Seinfeld, and now you're going on 11 seasons of Curb. You're talking about he's responsible for 16, 17 seasons of television, not one bad episode. Dude, unbelievable. There's not one bad episode. There's not one episode that I fast forward or flip through when it comes on. Curb is unbelievable. Like, yeah, without him, a doubt. For, for him, like, obviously, certain seasons, certain whatever, you could say right. he's reaching, he's doing this, but no. overall, he always comes back. And, like, look at this season, dude. And it's incredible. He, he's put together a phenomenal cast, too, though. Oh, like, dude. Jeff Garland's incredible. Jeff Garland is incredible. fantastic. Susie and, Essman is great. And this season, dude. Uh, yeah. Vin, uh, Vin, Vince Vaughn. Dude, Vaughn I was telling my cousin the other day when we were talking. Killing it. Vince Vaughn is the perfect foil for him. Killing it. I love when he was like, don't touch the Perrier, Larry. That's an act of war. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was Why didn't you thank him for his service? <laughs> That's another great one too, <laughs> dude. Uh, he's uh, and uh, he really pushed it to the limit. Let me tell you, there was one episode where. Oh, some guy makes uh, he, he pretends to be handicapped to cut in the movie theater. Oh, line. that's an old one. Yeah. And it, that's why well, I'm restarting the season six. When he went to the bathroom, yeah. was that the same one where he Larry used the handicap stall? No, 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 no. This is the one where oh my gosh, so he does it again. Yeah. That was the one where then Larry later on in his office pretends to be handicapped because he doesn't want the person coming to look at the office next door to take it. That's right. He's like, <laughs> oh, hey, dude, I can't believe he fucking did that. Oh, dude, no. He, I was like, whoa. No, he really went in like. One of my favorite episodes, though, is Palestinian Chicken. Oh, classic. Yeah. Fuck me like you fuck my people. Yeah. Oh, dude. She's like, you seen that episode, Andrew? Yeah, of course. Oh, I love, of course. I love when like, she's like... It's stereotypical. Of course I have. I, I, I love when that, that chick like comes up and she's like, you're a Jew, no? He's like, big Jew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Big Jew. My, my favorite thing that he did forever, dude, is the uh, when he's trying to test, if, try to see if someone's lying to him, like when he looks into their eyes. Yeah, okay. but, 
Yeah. Um, Richard Lewis is great on that show, too. I love their yeah. relationship. Richard Lewis has one of the greatest subtle lines on that show. I think it was like season three or something he like that. He does that a lot. Yeah. Season three or something like that, right? And uh, they see Larry, Larry and Richard are walking in the park, and they see Richard Lewis's um, dermatologist walking, running through. Black right. guy. All right. right. And they're like, he's like, oh, Larry, this is so-and-so, you know, my dermatologist. And Larry Craigenjig goes, oh, you let him work with you, even with affirmative action? <laughs> so, you know, it was an awkward moment. And, you know, Richard Lewis apologizes to the doctor afterwards. You know, my friend's a fucking asshole. doesn't mean anything by it. He's a comedian, comedy writer, blah, blah, blah. Later that night, just so happens, Cheryl needs a prescription because Larry threw out her skin cream by mistake. They can't get a hold of the doctor. So Larry goes to Richard and he's like, hey, you know, can you call your doctor friend? And Richard no. just looks at him. He's like, gee, I mean, you know, you can imagine the situation it puts me in. You know, you came <laughs> off like fucking James Earl Ray today. <laughs> James Earl Ray is the guy that assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> like, dude, that is such a, fucking, yeah. like, such a great line. Like, I'm, I'm willing to bet a lot of people didn't catch that reference at first like when he right. threw the name out there but he's like to be like oh you know you came off like fucking James of all the things you could have said you know, like James Earl Ray dude, I left for like minutes he, at that when I first saw it isn't that whole show improvised exactly they just know a lot of it a lot of it they just know yeah so they call it retro scripting so the way it works is like Larry and the main writers will outline what's supposed to happen in the scene and if they have certain jokes they'll be like get to this joke at some point mm. And then, you know, it's uh, that's how they keep the dialogue flowing naturally. Out of everything in that show that he is overanalyzing and displayed to you, what is one of the things that stands out to you that, like, you resonate with the most? Can I give you mine real quick? There's so many. Go ahead. The stop and chat. I want yeah. to avoid stop and chat so much in my life. <laughs> I hate stop there, and chat. There's chats. so many, man. I know. Uh, that's a tough question, but I just literally thought of it That now. is a really tough question. Right, we'll come back to it next week. Stop uh -oh. and chat, though. Oh, dude. Ugh. I'll avoid like how you know what another great one the the, uh, the huge vagina you remember that oh Je he he's Richard Lewis again his nurse turns out is an old fling of Jeff's right, right? and she he, makes a comment to Larry you know impl implying that Jeff isn't very well endowed so right. Larry tells it back to Jeff <laughs> and Jeff goes like this and spreads his hands out and Larry goes huge vagina he, he goes big vagina and Jeff goes humongous Vagina, largest vagina like known to man. And Larry, Larry it clicks in Larry's head. He goes, "You know what?" He goes, "There's probably a lot of guys out there getting accused of having a small penis." And all along, oh it's a God. huge vagina. So Son Larry goes bitch. and talks to her. He goes, "You know, I think the lady doth protest too much <laughs> to get a huge vagina." And she's like, "That's ridiculous." Whatever, blah blah blah. Right. So then, Richard Lewis had an autographed baseball. I forget who autographed that went missing. So Larry proposes to him his theory that I think she shoved it in her abnormally large vagina and, <laughs> and walked out with it. And Richard Lewis like, oh, you're fucking crazy, this and that. Then later, right, Larry's cell phone goes missing, right? And the nurse is leaning over Richard Lewis, like tucking the pillow in behind him. And Larry's like, let me call it, see if I can find it. And it's ringing from inside her vagina. Oh my God. And they all start looking at each other with that whole, and then you hear the dude, push it to the limits. Bro, so fucking great. That's that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I like the one, uh, what was it, where uh, he's complained to his wife about his pants, that there's too much cloth on his pants. Oh, the pants scent? It, it looks like he's got a boner. Oh, yeah, pants. That was the first yeah, episode. That's the first episode, oh, pants that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the very first episode. Because her friend saw him with the erection, right. and yeah. then Lisa Shaw, I think your husband's trying to sleep with her. Uh, kind of so attached to this, and something I do, I know you guys do a lot too, I know Steve does, go back to older TV, but 
Did you hear about how Dexter is getting another shot at yeah. fucking saving itself? It's on, I think. Does, yeah, exactly. So what? Do you know about this, Andrew? No. Oh. I, I know of the show. Yeah, so Dexter the TV series ended, but uh, the, I, as a fan, speaking for a lot of other fans, the last season and that definitely the last episode just sucked. I stopped watching during the John Lithgow season. So that was yeah. like season three or four. So they tried to... So now they have another chance. Now they brought it back to, I guess, reinvigorate or catch... Or, uh, um, uh, take... Start or start off from where they left off or whatever. Are all the same actors coming back? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Well, whatever. I don't want to ruin anything, but some of them can no longer come no, back. So if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Previously on Dexter, <laughs> but I was trying to get at is does Dexter deserve another fucking shot when there's so much content to consume, let alone fucking new shit? But like going back to the old good stuff that you might have missed or I mean, want to for- rewatch. Forget deserve. It's all. It's all financial. It's economic. Right. right? Of course. And. Yeah. You know, there's like the reboots are hot right now, and it's so like, hot right now. They need to fucking stop. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't think. Are you tired of the Marvel really shit? Good. I was never into it. I'm not. Yeah, eight. I know you're not. Well, I'm you're not, not going to see Spider Man. No. Like guy. everyone else in the universe. No, yeah. I'm not eight, and I'm not a virgin. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, I just hate that shit. I don't know why. No, I know a lot of adults are into it. I was into the Avengers a little. Like I, oh, I shouldn't say into it. I saw it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is cool. In the beginning, you were into it, like when Iron Man first came out. No, I Batman. only saw the first Iron Man, like who, three. I was into Batman when it first came out when I was nine. Who was your Batman? Michael Keaton, of course. Thank you. Mm. Who was your Batman, Don? Uh, the animated series. Okay. Oh, that's no mm. fucking uh, in the real like. Uh, well, I'm glad you didn't say Adam West. No, I would no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't yeah. put Adam. You know, West. Michael Keaton's coming back. Yes, I did see. I did see that, and I was well, see him as Batman. Oh wow, how's that gonna yeah. work? He's, oh wait, they're doing one with what's his name, the vampire guy. Well, yeah, but dude, Flash. there's so many different Batman like going on now. Universes now. Yeah, I wait, saw. Oh yeah, yeah. There is that one, the Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson one. one but yeah. this one with Michael Keaton is supposed to be like the Flash is ripping off Spider Man, so he, they're doing their own multiverse thing. Oh god, so he's going back and visiting Michael Keaton. Are they going to have the the Queen song uh, Flash? Maybe I don't know. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. bring Jack Nicholson back with his. I mean, look, if you talk about the overall movies, yes, of course, it's that Batman. But for me, as a kid growing up, the animated series really was important to me. That was a great fucking TV series. Do you know? I, how I didn't really like cartoons much when I was a kid. Dude, the Bat- Batman animated series was like serious though like it won emmys for its writing for the mr yeah. freeze episode do you know sure. do you know how much i love batman i used to run around in a batman costume and jumping off the couch i had batman and that was just last week on my wedding yeah. cake on the topper of my wedding <laughs> yes, that's amazing. Really? i'm not kidding dude wow. that's amazing yeah, yeah dude, batman's my favorite too batman. yeah, batman's my favorite who's your favorite superhero that tells you a lot about a person um were you a cars kid did you like play with trucks and do superheroes? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I played with superhero figures and shit. I was very anal about my figures, actually. Like, you couldn't, I would set them up and, like, I don't want them fucking touched. I used to hate playing with other kids with that shit. Um, uh, I was more like Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles. Really? Like that. Yeah, dude. Damn. First of all, if, oh, dude, the, the four years between us makes a big difference. Is it three? How old are you? 30. What year were you born? 86. <laughs> oh, so you're only two years younger than me? Yeah. Yeah, you I was like all Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles. Oh, don't get me wrong. I remember Ninja Turtles the movies with Kino and No, no, it. like the cartoons. Those are the cartoons oh, yeah. that I watched. Well, yeah, that's Did you it. play Turtles in Time? But you did watch no. the Spider-Man cartoon, the X-Men cartoon? No, I was never into that. I had friends oh, that were into like He-Man and like Fox, Fox I remember Fox watching kids. like Thundercats and shit and like Yeah, yeah. Thundercats, yeah. But I don't know, like when I was younger I found I found cartoons just like too childish even when I was a kid. Interesting. Dude, Roger Rabbit. I love Jessica Rabbit was fucking hot, dude. Yeah. That was number that was the first like you know, 
why why is it moving ever you know what i mean <laughs> you know no, jessica rabbit was hot oh, I, it's man. funny i know this girl too she's uh i don't think she listens here so whatever but she's like thick as fuck she dressed <laughs> up as jessica rabbit a couple of years ago for halloween i was like damn dude <laughs> like that cost that she's one of the sexiest fictional characters ever so yeah. so when that um was roger rabbit movie came out there was another one that came out right around the same time with brad pitt called cool world oh yeah i remember and that my parents thought I remember it was that. like gonna be a kids movie Vulgar like space fuck. jam yeah. there was a whole sex scene with a cartoon yeah. lady was not ready for that yet, right? but at you know yeah. seven years blonde old hair. it was like it was like yeah. a blonde hair chick i remember this yeah. Yeah. she was thick yeah, it was Kim Bassinger. Yeah, oh. it was Kim Bassinger. Like, mean it to I love Kim. So Bassinger. just imagine the girl Batman from too. Batman was in that cartoon. You know, uh, woman, woman. That's Sorry, a woman, that's Andrew. right. You're right. Kim Bassinger is all woman. Kim Bassinger or Heather Locklear? Go, Kim Bassinger. Kim uh Bassinger. it depends. Which Heather Locklear? Like, uh, uh, Melrose Place. Mm, I don't know. Actually, my favorite from Melrose Place was Courtney Thorne Smith. Ooh, good good sleeper pick. Yeah, good good. That that was she was like the good girl kind of. Am I right or no? Uh, I, I don't know. Watch. I never really watched that show. I'm not gay, mm-hmm. but um, right. First Wives Club. Uh, yeah, it's a classic <laughs> movie. Um, is that with Bette Midler? Yeah, yeah, he loves it. That's one yeah. of his favorites. Bette Midler's oddly attractive to me in that movie. Attractive, okay. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Why does that make sense? Uh, because I know what kind of porn you're into, Steve. Okay, but she's not. You know, <laughs> I'm joking. I don't watch porn with women like her. Uh, um, Steve, you're so handsome. You know why you're handsome? Why? Because if a threesome is sex with three people, and a foursome is sex with four people. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Hold on, that's a knee slapper. <laughs> no, he's no, you're handsome. handsome is sex with your hands. Um, yeah. He's yeah. handsome, Andrew. Okay. He's handsome. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? I, I can tell you right now, I'm going to get a text got, message from somebody got, and she listens to this. Don is not fucking funny. He should keep his jokes to himself. You know who it is, too. Right? Uh, fuck them, haters. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I was gonna text uh, I'm going to tell her to text you when she texts you. Another thing I want to talk about, something that I know we'll have a different appreciation for, given the three different religions in this room. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, there's only two. Well, as far as I know, you're an atheist. So whatever. Well, dude, look, I... I count what you grew up as your religion. Oh, fuck that. What's around your neck? Uh, so this actually is not a Catholic cross. Okay. I grew up Catholic, so. Is what it a cross? What is it? We've it's had this. fucking cross and a chili pepper. We've had this. No, it's not a chili. I, I know. That, I no. know. It's, uh, so this is an Orthodox cross because my grandfather's from Greece huh. and it was handed yeah. down through that lineage. I grew up Catholic. Catholics, very specifically, to, to an outsider, they might not know the difference, but Catholic crosses very specifically have Christ on them. It's a crucifix. Right. And oh, gotcha. Orthodox people very specifically don't depict that. Gotcha. Like it's like it's a very if you if you're Catholic and you wear a cross that doesn't have Christ on it, like it's like considered, you know, not like anything. But if you're Orthodox and you depict Christ hanging on the cross, it's a that, problem. Yeah, that's, that's like it's considered uh, not blasphemous. What do they call like idolatry or some shit like that? Okay. Yeah. Um, how many nights did you stay up awake crying because you can never be made? <laughs> how does that come into the religious thing? No, 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 no. My grandfather was Greek. Yeah, that was yeah, a joke. Yeah. I wanted to crowbar in because your, your grandfather was Greek. But no, what, what, uh, the, as far as what I'll back on topic here, I don't know how we get off topic on this podcast. Hey, uh, Christmas guys- season is upon us. Yes, I love Christmas. See, this is where we differ. Growing up, I fucking hated Christmas season. 
because you guys will just not stop rubbing it in our face. All right, with the music, all, dude, with the decorations. Christmas is secular. And the mall. Christmas is secular now. Give it dude. to me, Andrew. You're Jewish. Agree with me. Let's go. So I used to cry when I was a little kid. See? You see I, what you do to us? You see what you do to us? Because I was like, oh. I'm sorry, dude. There's so many. All the houses have lights <laughs> on them. And then my mom had to drive me around the neighborhood. And see, like, oh, there's other people that don't celebrate Christmas. Too. <gasps> yeah, but you weren't crying because of Christmas. You were crying because your parents were Jewish. Listen no, to, no, no. No. What's that privilege, Andrew? What's that privilege? No, all right. Hold on. What's that privilege? I, I, I feel you. I feel you on that but here's Talk the thing suckers. nowadays everybody i know has a christmas tree i know jews with christmas trees i know muslims new with christmas trees. new year's trees no Steve. no new year's. no they're straight up like we celebrate christmas they're this russian is, jews no this and is they're like we celebrate this, celebrate this christmas. is a trend with our generation being younger a lot of muslims i know have christmas trees too this is our generation where we're more willing to be a part of the secular aspect of it, just the yeah. gift giving but i think i agree with andrew like i hate to say first this. of all i'm only, only just hold on Oh, Let me finish this about Andrew tying it in. I agree with you though. Like that pain that you went through though, it made you who you are today. So it's okay. It it's is. okay to go through it. Like right. I don't want my kids to get gifts because I want them to grow up how I did. Is there? Is Cause there? Because I've I've scarred memories of like being that Muslim kid who came back to school after Christmas break, and everyone's like, "Dude, look at all of our new old navy vests because they're in style now." Where's yours? I'm like, "Oh, I'm Muslim." Or you get the, "Oh, what did you do for Christmas?" <laughs> oh, I'm Muslim. We I, don't do that. <laughs> I didn't get anything. <laughs> I got nothing. Is there a equi- equi- so? What else did you get? So you got a vest. What else? Yeah, but you got Eid presents. Oh, fucking cocksucker! Did you get Eid presents? So you just gotta understand. Oh wait, wait, no, no, but you oh, got oh, you got oh, presents for your no, holiday. You, get, you just get money. People, parents, uh, cousins okay. come over your house and give you money okay. here and there. Great, yeah, go buy fucking fine. presents with it. But but no, but but um, I'm just tired of hearing from people that fucking celebrate Christmas. I'm tired of hearing bullshit fucking sob stories of how parents had to struggle to buy you gifts. Like, dude, stop. I don't have those soft stories. I don't know. I know. I just want to hear them. Here's the thing. All right. So be um, Muslim and don't get any fucking right, gifts. So here's the thing, though. I, I know plenty of I'm joking. I know I'm plenty joking, of kids guys. that grew up Muslim that are more spoiled than anyone else I know, too. So that, yet that argument's moot. <laughs> but what I would say is this. The, the Christmas we know is not religious in any way. Yeah. When I went to Catholic school, we had we were not allowed to have depictions of Santa Claus, Frosty the Snowman, any of that shit. Right. Christmas was the nativity scene. And as far as any Christian calendar goes, it's not a big deal. Right. The big deal is Easter, right? That's what the whole concept of Christianity is built around, the resurrection. Right. Christmas, as we know it, is based on an old pagan ritual called Noel, mm-hmm. right? which is why we see that thing. And it was a winter festival. And all the concepts we know from the advent calendar, counting down the 25 days before Christmas, the time of year that it takes place, because they don't know when the historical guy right. they claim to be the Messiah was isn't, born. Isn't the tree supposed to be Viking, actually? It is, yeah. Well, yeah, it's all pagan, like yeah. the Germanic pagan. So the tree is from that. The idea of their guy, they had a guy called Sinterklaas, that walked around giving them gifts to kids. Like, it's all fucking yeah. taken from the pagans. So, yeah. it's not religious. Go celebrate. Come over to my mother's house Christmas Eve. <laughs> You're married to. to a guinea now. I salute. <laughs> Drink the wine. And I salute. Fucking, that's I it. it. You know? Dude, I hear you. But I'm just saying, as growing up, it's one of those things. It's something that you go through and you don't celebrate it. No, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, And you but, get rubbed in your face left and right. But I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Just enjoy the season. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love the music. I mean, look, there were per- certain things growing up, like, you know, I wish my family was a little closer, like, whatever, different things. But, like, you know, uh, whatever. There's always something you could, you know, but I love Christmas music. I love the movies. I love the time. I was driving through New Brunswick coming here before, all the fucking lights out downtown. Like, yeah. You know, oh, I'm, I, okay, that's good to know. Dude, well, New Brunswick's like a walking city now. On George Street, you can't right. take your car down half of it, and it's all fucking done up. It's yeah. pretty legit. Like, I do the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. I love, like, all the specials and shit. I actually TiVo'd that last night. You got to watch it later. But, 
Yeah, you know. And now, like, you know, that there's, like, young kids in my life, like my friend's daughter who I'm very close with, you know, like, you know, I just love watching, like, her around Christmas time, too. Like, you know, with the elf on the shelf and, like, Shelly, it's just, I don't know, it's a great time of year, I feel like. So what do you do for gifts for kids now? Because I feel like it's like such a struggle for me to find stuff Fucking like really? oh, I, nephews. I miss Toys R Us, man. No, it's easy to buy gifts today because really? now, yeah, because parents have Amazon lists of pre-approved shit yeah. for their kids. Just go on there, boom. That's it. I, yeah, the, but do you like this world though? Don't you prefer the world where you went to Toys R Us and like played with everything and all that, all that kind of stuff? You know, like as the kids, yeah, but they don't know any different. Yeah, I yeah. remember. I remember kids like killing each other over like Pokemon cards when I was like. Yeah. like to get the hologram. I remember my whatever. mother got into a fist fight in Toys R Us one year, getting my brother a Barney doll. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I remember this Barney doll. It was like the soft, like the yeah, soft yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like the official one. Barney was like really big. Dude, to- Toys R Us was like a thing your parents would do yeah. just because it was like the playground, but indoors because it was raining outside or something. It was like an know? event to yeah. go there. Yeah. yeah. Like kids don't have that. It kind of sucks. I, w- I wish that existed. Even, even uh, I'm, so, so, I'm surprised that brand was allowed to die. So, uh, it's not. Oh. So they're opening a flagship store in the Mall of uh, American Dream. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, just one big one? Well, I mean, I'm sure it'll branch off into other. Hmm. There's going to be, there's two in the entire country. Have you guys been in that mall yet? No. no. Is it cool? I haven't been. I don't know. So, but the one the interesting thing, I've read a couple of like business case studies about Toys R Us. They didn't die out because there's not a market for it. They died of out because they didn't isn't. make a lot of moves that, that you know, to, to catch up, up with. Right. Yeah. So their overhead and like everything was just that ancient structure. Wasn't there a lot of like predatory like reselling of like the company or something do you, do you hear about this i think there was some of that too yeah, yeah. but the, the business model was really fucked so the brand was bought out of bankruptcy court so um i would bet money that we're gonna see it hmm. yeah man you keep looking at your phone like do you have topics where to go on there or you're just staring they're at just the all for stale i hate how stale my topics. all right so then, so then stop picking up you know your what the phone problem was? and being distracted you know what the problem was? we recorded a while so like i have like my miami trip on there i have some cool stuff to talk about i'm going to miami. miami next week actually no way for what uh for a work thing uh for a oh conference. nice yeah dude got first ra- first class round trip tickets 500 bucks where are you staying uh the marriott dade land dade land yeah it's uh, in miami how mobile will you be like will you be able to get around dude i have a the the We're best. in the age of fucking Uber, of course. Okay, the best Cuban restaurant you'll ever have, and the best Bidia taco you'll ever have. Give, give, send me both. I'll go. Bottle. I'll take one bite out of each because you know. I, <laughs> I know how you eat. I know. Um, but they, yeah, so they have any like uh, salon or spas or anything like that over there? I'm sure. But but spas, it, you asking, Andrew? You if want I, a little if, rub and tug action? No, I'll tell no, you what. It, if I have time, dude, I'm gonna hit up some of those strip clubs, bro. Yeah, true. Uh, okay. It was like the what's a popular one? Miami strip clubs are legendary. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tampa. That's strip true. Clubs are pretty legendary. That's too. actually that's why I heard Tampa, yeah. Atlanta. Well, it's, it's a far like drive. The capital of. I feel like Tampa would have some like chubby white chicks, probably like white <laughs> trash locals and shit. More up my alley. But. My, Miami's just a fucking beautiful city, man. I miss the weather, dude. The nights were yeah. beautiful. That's why I can't wait to go there right now to get the fuck out of this weather. Everybody dresses like they're about to work out, including the women. Yeah, well, that'll be great for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, go buy some spandex fucking pants. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what were you saying, though, Andrew? I mean, to cut you off. Oh, sorry, spandex pants. Oh no, Andrew? no, that's that's fine. No, I was just uh, agreeing with you that uh, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody in Florida. They... Well, we have some other holidays though. Chanukah. That's and, right. That's and, right. Oh, this is the week of Chanukah. Dude. I brought. Yeah. yeah. I brought you gentlemen a, a small treat. Well, what do you got for us, my Andrew? people to your people? <laughs> okay, what do you got? Oh. <laughs> Careful, dude. Hang on, I gotta grab dude, it. Dude, you taking the mic with you? <laughs> 
So apparently, Andrew was explaining to me before that jelly donuts are a thing on Hanukkah. It is. It's called Sufgan Yot. Okay. But uh, unfortunately, Stop and Shop did not have Sufgan Yot. They had uh, chocolate uh, glazed donuts <laughs> that are about two days old. So I mm. <laughs> wanted to share that with mm. you guys. It's... Actually, I'm hungry as fuck. I'll eat one of those. Hey, wait. What is the what is the whole uh, thing behind it? Why donuts? All right. So the whole shtick with uh, with Hanukkah is that uh, the candles lasted for eight days when they were only supposed to last for one, uh, and so it was uh, lit long enough for uh, the folks in the right. ancient temple to be able to. It was a miracle. Exactly, it was a miracle. But oh. what, what if what if the person who said it was going to last one day just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about? Like, I, that's like what I love about religion. What's more likely, that right. that guy didn't know how to judge the, the burning time of oil, <laughs> or that a miracle actually happened? Listen. And we have this whole religion now around it. Imagine Listen, you son that? of a bitch, we want to eat donuts. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I want to eat donuts, too. Oh, I'm telling you, open so, them up. I'm talking about wanting to eat donuts. They're fucking dying so for it. Let's go. Enjoy. Come on, Andrew. Have that. Here, grab one. So how's your, how's your Gindalun wife enjoying celebrating <laughs> her first uh dude she's she's a better Jew than I am she like oh is she, she she's Jewish no no she's oh. Catholic no, oh, no, no. but she like knows like all the prayers and stuff. Oh. uh she cooks like crazy she knows all the dishes and is she could cook oh amazing oh, unbelievable dude. hold on bro wait are these good yeah these are good good so hold on a second I love like Jewish delicatessen food and shit but when you have a marriage of an Italian woman and a Jewish man, it's yeah. amazing. She should not be coming to your side cuisine wise. Come on, no, 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 no. I'll she she that. elevates you all of the. Disagree with that? Oh, I see. Everything I is elevated, no. completely. So like she'll do like, like a better like, like felt a, fish like, parmesan. No, like, no, it's like like a like what would be a shitty plain matzo ball soup. She like elevates it with like spices and like. This is what I'm saying. She's coming to your side stuff. by making it's, the it's Jewish amazing. food. That's great though. It's amazing. She needs to start putting she uh, made, guinea food into your palate. She made she made like homemade donuts one year, and we did yeah. like Hanukkah and stuff. Amazing. All right, so, so, so she cooks so, Italian food too. At the oh house. yeah, oh yeah. totally. Yeah. All right, we yeah, might have to have her on here one day because I mean, you know, yes. the, the best thing we gave the world is our cuisine. <laughs> you did, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll no, take like, it. Do you agree with that? Is that your number one choice, Italian? Oh, what? As far as like, what? yeah, like, like it's almost like what's your favorite food? Boom. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, yeah somewhere between Italian and Chinese. It sure. depends on is this for eating out or eating at home. Eating at home, yeah. Yeah, but 100%. I agree with Andrew. It's like a toss-up. Growing up, it's always been Chinese. Well, you know, I mean, and, you know, we always joke that Italians and Albanians are so similar, but like to every guinea, like Chinese is as exotic as they would get. Like yeah. that's exotic food. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, Don, you told me a definitely. really interesting story that most Italian pizzerias are actually not owned no, by Italians. I didn't say most. I said a lot of a them. Lot Many, of them. yeah. yeah. Albanians copy everything guineas do but 20 years later, like the Adidas yeah. tracksuits. We just got here calling each later. other Sal. Yeah, you know, call each up. other Sal. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, come on. You you don't know any Albanians that go by Sal? Of course I do. Exactly. But Arabs do it too because it's a, it's, a, it's an Arab name, Salim. If I know. Salim, I know. But, but, but with Albanians, it's just more. Oh, look, I always said I always said that Albanians are what Italians would be if Islam instead of Christianity took over the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's exactly yeah. it. But we're a little bit more culture than the um, American Italian swine, at least. Is there yeah. is there a rule around like naming? Like, so in Judaism, you don't name anyone junior, and you don't name anybody that's like off of anybody that's still alive. No, with Albanian names, it's a little bit different because yeah. we go by like meanings with our names. Okay, like a lot of our names are either going to be a meaning of so of sorts. Like literally, my name translates to like want freedom. To want freedom. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that's all right. Really nice. You trying to get in my pants, or you just trying? And to you're talking my about how marriage is so great. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, that's very oh, man. nice. Yeah, dude. You know, 
weirdo shit like that. But when you come up in America, you got to adapt or else get the fuck out because they don't like weirdos. So figure it out. That's right. You got you to gotta Americanize yep. everything. Or else you'll be pushed to the corner and then being a roof or a fucking pizza, man. See, Steve's really enjoying that donut over there. You know, it's not a kosher donut. Steve, I'm you keep very eat- sorry. Steve, you keep eating that donut like that? I'm going to put you in the corner and make me some money. That's hilarious. Um, hey, happy fifth night. All right, guys. This is the fifth, fifth night, night already? This is fifth night. Damn. Dude, what a pleasure to have it spent here with you, Andrew. Thank you. Am I supposed to get you a gift? No. Oh. No. The pleasure of your company is the gift. Oh. We do you have do- menorah? I do. Not yes. on me, but at home. We, no, should do a, we should do a secret Santa. Oh. Exchange gifts on air. Like on a, air. Like a white elephant? Uh, no, no, right. like, uh, yeah, we'll do something like that. Uh, but it's going to be a little odd. That's when one I, of my favorite Howard Stern episodes. Is it going to be odd when you guys buy me some stupid bullshit thing under 20 bucks and I get you guys Mercedes Benzes? Right, I've, I've, no, not at all. I think uh, we should definitely do that. So I'm doing, I'm doing a white elephant in a couple of days with my <laughs> wife's family. And my idea for it Wait, is... Wait, what's a white elephant? White elephant is like you do a mystery gift and you put it on the middle and everybody just picks out of the... Like the pile of gifts. Oh wow! And like, you can steal from each other. Yeah, and then you, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I'm that's, in a couple. I'm doing a, a straight up secret Santa with my cousins, and then a white elephant with people from the cafe. So my idea for the white elephant is so it's a fifteen dollar spending limit. Oh. So I was going to do fifteen dollars worth of lottery tickets. I feel like people would kill each other over that. <laughs> that's actually a great. That's, one. That's, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a very common white elephant gift. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for that reason. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good a, one. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like a coffee and mug like or some, something? Someone like puts boring. an envelope of like five G's. <laughs> <laughs> Go! <laughs> no, me and my cousin's doing a $50 secret Santa. But it's we all have Amazon lists, so it's kind of like, mm. no, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, See, I'd get ridiculous with that. Where like it'd be like an envelope full of five G's, but like I'd wrap it like a chair. That's hilarious. <laughs> my father, actually, when my uncle got married, this is back in like the early 80s. My, uncle, my father gave him $1,000, but did it in all like singles and pennies and shit. And they crinkled up all the dollars and stuffed them into a box and wrapped it so it looked like a gift. Uh-huh. And it was open at the wedding. And then when he opened, all the fucking money popped out and shit like that. Oh, oh that's fun. Nothing you catering, Italian, catering hall owning Italians love more than envelopes opening at the end of a wedding to pay you guys off. That's happened a few times. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, oh, that dude! That's all Bane used to do. Yeah, I oh, mean, no. not even just weddings. Honestly, I remember one time we had to do that at a christening. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was. I remember, dude. So this guy was like, it wasn't like a real, like a wise guy. It was like kind of like a street guy, but you know, like kind of like a really nobody. You know, just like a knock around guy. And it was his grants. Uh, they came because my him, my father knew somebody in common who was like you know uh, like a legit you know tough guy. And uh, it was like his grandson's christening, hmm. and you know there was like a three or four thousand dollar balance, which usually you pay before the party starts, like yeah. that night. Mm-hmm. So you know he's like, I didn't have it, you know, like so whatever, worked it out. But me and my father, I remember my father took me to a Nets game that night. Nice. <clears throat> I was like twelve or thirteen, and didn't know that he didn't have the money when he came in. So my uncle called my father. He's like, this guy doesn't have the fucking money, blah, blah, blah. So I remember me and my father had to leave the game. We went to the office and my father was like, go get the kids fucking envelopes and come down here. And that's what they did. They opened it up and fucking uh, paid it. Yeah. But uh, it. but there were plenty of other people where my father was like, you know, I know you're good for it. All right, don't worry about it. You know, I'm not going to make you open up the fucking gifts. But this Put guy. my tab. No, this guy had a bad reputation. Like, this oh, guy yeah. definitely would not have come back. Yeah. But we also, um, not the house I lived in, but a house that my parents had before I was born. They got the basement redone because the contractor they knew really didn't have money. This wasn't last minute. Like, he knew ahead of time. Didn't, didn't really have money for a wedding. So 
I think like he was short like five G's or something like that. So my father had him do like ten thousand dollars worth of work in the basement. That's it. And that's what happened. That's how we got a finished basement. That's amazing. Dude. Uh, Dude, weddings are so hard. Like planning, paying, like it's uh I, I wouldn't want to go. So did you get married in Staten Island? No, no, no. We got married in Jersey. Yeah, up in North Jersey. The fucked up thing is is the cost just it could be the same flowers, but it's gonna be more because it's your wedding over or whatever other Oh, for yeah. sure. Everything. You want to yeah. go out to dinner? Like, oh, is this for just a dinner? Oh, it's a rehearsal oh. dinner. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, then, you yeah. know. That's this much more. Yeah, yeah. Fucking shit show. Yeah. <sighs> well, let's wrap this shit show up. Why? Because it's been an hour plus. And Don is hungry and, and wants am, to get dinner or go to no, sleep. No, I'm sweating my ass <laughs> off. <laughs> to work too. I am sweating my ass off. It is fucking warm as shit in here. But we said everything. We did. We have Andrew back. We do. And uh, yeah, we, we actually recorded this episode, I think. Yeah, no, it's still going. I think, uh, yeah, I think we'll probably be a little more high energy next time, being that we're back in the swing of things. This oh, why? I think there's a low energy? No, I just feel like we both, we talked, you know, we went off on tangents a lot. Oh, I, I, I don't thought, know how entertaining it'll I thought be. We, I thought it was entertaining. I thought we oh, just kept it going. Oh, maybe. Uh, well, we'll talk to, you know, the listeners that have been hitting me up <laughs> and like, oh, are you guys done? And, uh, you know. I thought we had some good comedy, Are we committing you know? to next week? Yes. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, we gotta keep it. You know, are we keeping the name board weekly? Or are we changing it to monthly just to get, cover ourselves? And I don't know. We'll figure that out <laughs> um, after hours. Nah, actually, we'll have some shit to talk about because we're going to see uh, Jay Okerson this oh, Saturday. Oh, dude, I am so excited. Andrew, about that. Andrew couldn't come because he's celebrating Hanukkah with the family. Yeah. Big, big, big fan of Big but, Jay. We've seen him a couple. I've seen him a couple times live. I never have. I'm oh really no, sad. no. I'm actually going oh. to see him tomorrow night too, though. Dude, yeah. with someone else, he d- he does a great combination of working the crowd and like his stuff. That's his go-to. He's got one of my fa- two of my favorite bits of all time. Which one? Well, my like without going too in depth, the one we we're talking about, like you know, with a bunch of my friends, and my girlfriend the other day, and you know, this big UFC guy was uh, arrested oh, yeah. for like being shit with his girlfriend. My girlfriend's like, yeah, <laughs> so I would never date one of those UFC guys. Kind of kind of guy that could just you know lose his shit and beat the shit out of you. And he's like, and I'm like, wait a minute, I could beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I just don't beat the shit out of you. Is that why you're with me? Because you think I couldn't beat the shit out of you? <laughs> so I'll beat the shit out of you right now. He's like, of course, I can't beat the shit out of you because I made it a thing. Everyone will know it's me. <laughs> I'm the first suspect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love uh, that fucking... That's that a great bit. I recently watched it because I was saying Dominic Clips to persuade him to join us. Yeah. And yeah, I was re-watching that Are one. you rocking yeah, your foot or something? No. Oh, because the table is just... Yeah, it was. Does this yeah, guy I'm have any fucking... specials on like Netflix or anything like that? Uh, on YouTube, yeah. On yeah, YouTube. YouTube. Right. Yeah, so, does he have... A- he, I don't know. He's yeah. I he, think he was on that show like comedy he, comedy. He, exactly. He's on a comedy comedy com- show. Like a showcase type uh, show. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's on one of those for sure. But no, he's like a New York comedy. He's been in New York comedy like for twenty years. He's from Philly years. though, yeah. Right, but like he's working yeah. yeah, he came He's he's got yeah. a couple he was uh, that there's that YouTube show. It used to be on Comedy Central back in the day called This Is Not Happening. Ari Shafir hosted it. Oh yeah. Um he's got a couple of great stories on there. Yeah, I'll that was that, that was a show where comedians just come and tell real stories. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, one. yeah. Alright, so we'll wrap it up, B. This right. was fun. Hey, Andrew, it's great having you back, man. Looking forward to uh Yes, not seeing you anymore. This is probably the last time we'll ever record this episode with you here, so later. <laughs> <laughs> well it's great to be here. Thanks guys. Uh, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks!